Welcome to Marksman, a podcast for men who have been marked by Christ and who are aiming their lives at Christ-likeness. I'm Mark Spellman, your host, and so glad that you hit the play button and said, hey, let's spend some time together around the Word of God. Let's let's join together, men, in a conversation. Glad that you're here. I want to welcome you to the podcast today and to the conversation you know, here on Marksman, for a number of weeks now, we've been discussing um, how, as men, we can apply specifically the redemptive blood of Jesus to our homes. And just like in Exodus 12, when we do that and we apply the blood of Jesus, the Lamb of God, then we can protect our homes, we can cover our homes, and the destroyer is not allowed access into our homes. So that's been our conversation. We're going to pick up that conversation today. But before we do, again, I want to emphasize this. I want our relationship to be a conversation as well. So if there's anything that I can be praying with you about, anything that you would like to talk about on the podcast, say, hey, can we dig into this? Can we unpack this? This is a question I've got. Um, or if you have a testimony and you just want to brag on Jesus, you know, I'll share that testimony here on the podcast. And so whether it's a prayer request, a, a praise report, or a question, or any feedback you'd like to give me, just simply email me at Ministries at gmail.com. The link is in the in the posted information below. You can communicate with us that way, or you can go just directly to some of our social media. You know, you can uh, private message us on the Spellman Ministries Facebook page. That's another way you can communicate. And if you haven't checked out our website lately, again, that link is also attached here, spellmanministries.org. Just learn a little bit more about what Family Mission is all about And let me just sum it up this way. It was a family from the beginning, and it's going to be a family throughout the ages to come. So it was a family mission to start, and it's going to be a family mission throughout the ages. So that's just a very brief summary of what family mission is all about, a divine reset of God's plan for man and family. So here's why we want to focus particularly on a conversation with men, because God's given man a special place. He's given man an anointing. He's given man a responsibility. And so that's why in this conversation, I want to equip all of us in this conversation, in this teaching, to how do we cover our homes? How do we protect our homes? Like Adam and Eve in the beginning they were to guard and to tend the the garden. They were to uh, protect it, to cultivate it, to work it, but also to defend it. And of course, we know the enemy got in, and I'll be the first to admit there's been times where the enemies got into my home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, and you can probably relate to that too, but here's something we want to press into this week is let's keep the destroyer out. Let's apply the blood of Jesus using not a branch of hyssop, you know, like they did in Exodus 12, but no, we use faith in the blood of Jesus. We use like Romans 10 says, believe in our heart, confess with our mouth. That's how we got saved. That's how we express our salvation. That's how we receive our salvation in any way, in any arena. There's something about believing in your heart in what God has done, and then speaking that, confessing that, receiving that, um, declaring that, decreeing that. 
And so that's why the hyssop in the New Testament is our tongue, our words, our faith. And of course, you know, any other expression of obedience to truth. And so here we are, men, picking up the conversation. We're now going to talk about the shed blood of Jesus that was shed when his feet were pierced. Now, we've already had a lengthy conversation in previous podcasts talking about the blood that was shed in the Garden of Gethsemane as he was surrendering and submitting his will to the Father's will, and not only his will to the Father's plan, but how the way he submitted to not only the will, but the way it needed to be. And so we not only want to submit to God's plan, but we want to do God's plan. We want to do life God's way. And so there's tremendous redemptive power as we apply the blood of Jesus to our own will as it was shed in the garden. Then, of course, the crown of thorns, you know, they mock the identity of Jesus. And so there's a great redemption of, of not only identity there, but a redemption of authority because that was a crown of thorns. It was given in mockery, but it's actually the truth. We are kings and priests by the blood of Jesus. You have to go back and catch that one to get that teaching. But if I teach them all, we won't get to the next one. So, But then we went from there to the wounding and the bruising. You know, you got outward wounds, you got inward wounds. But here's the truth. Jesus heals. Love heals. So whether it's something outward, even something physical, there is healing available through the blood of Jesus and through the body that was broken for us. One of the main reasons we, uh, one of the big reasons why we take uh, communion, that covenant meal, is to receive that healing. But it's not only for things physical and outward, even inward. Because a lot of the pain we carry sometimes is not even outward, it's inward. But he heals us with wounding, he healed us through his bruising, and we can apply that blood of Jesus to our lives, our own heart, to our marriage, um, to our children, to our homes, our families. And so again, there's the wounding and the bruising. And then we talked last week about the hands. You know, it wasn't the nails holding Jesus to the cross. It was his love for you and I. And it's with our hands we work and we build and we do life and and we exercise the gifts that God's given us to steward in our life. And so there's tremendous redemptive power when we apply the blood of Jesus that was shed through his hands. But today, let's talk about the feet. His the 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 feet were pierced and blood was shed as he was nailed and his feet were pierced to that or, or pinned to that cross. Again, I think the same truth applies as with the hands. It wasn't the nails holding his his legs, his feet or his hands and his arms or him to the cross. He said in the Garden of Gethsemane, when they tried to rise up and revolt and Peter pulled out the sword, he said, whoa, gentlemen, if I just wanted to escape, I could call upon 12 legions of angels. So it wasn't about him, you know, not having a way out. He had a way out, but he did not choose that way because he chose to make a way for you and for me to come home in our heart and to come back to the place God originally implant, uh, intended man to be, and he originally implant, uh, planned family to be, 
And so that's what he chose, not a way out, but he chose to give us a way in. He chose to give us a way home. And can somebody say, thank you, Jesus. But these feet, you know, what do feet do? Feet, that's what takes us where we go. And I think we could all admit, men, we have went places we should have never gone. Our feet took us places we should have never gone. But here's where the blood of Jesus being shed through his feet. It can redeem and it can, like Romans eight twenty eight says, he can work all things together for good to those who love him and those who are called according to his purpose. And so when we apply the blood of Jesus through his shed blood coming through those feet, it can redeem us from places we've been. It can heal us from places we've been. And then we can have the joy and the privilege of helping other men, other people not not go where we've been. That's one of the greatest things I experienced as a dad was just as my sons grew. And of course, I don't have daughters, you know, so I just had sons to work with. But our children, one of the greatest thing as parents is we can we can work to impart to live, to pray, to instruct, to train, so that their feet don't have to go to the places of pain, the places of of loss, the places of hurt um, that we went, where we had to then find healing. We had to then find forgiveness. We then had to find redemption. We We can help them. And I love this verse in Proverbs. It says, of course, verse 23 says, guard your heart with all vigilance and above all that you guard for out of it flow the issues and the springs of life. He says, put away from you false and dishonest and willful and contrary talk, put it far from you. He says, verse 25, let your eyes look right on with a fixed purpose and let your gaze be straight before you. And then verse 26, consider well the path of your feet and let your ways be established and ordered aright. I want to read that again. Verse 26. So we're focusing on the redemption that is released through the shed blood of Jesus and applying that because his feet were pierced so that our path could be healed and established and we could actually walk out a divine purpose for our life, a plan and the purpose that God has for us. It's not something I have to come up with. It's something I get to discover and I get to walk in and it's privileged to pursue his plan for my life. Verse 26, consider well the path of your feet and let all your ways be established and ordered aright. And then if you back up just one chapter in chapter three, of course, this is just amazing. The word is amazing. I love this in Proverbs three. It says in verse five, again, I'm reading in the amplified. It says, lean on, trust in and be confident in the Lord with all your heart, your mind. Do not rely on your own insight or understanding. So there you go, As we before we get into the next verse, we have as men, we have to as men to learn how to not lean on just our own insight and understanding. That doesn't mean don't get educated. That doesn't mean don't get trained. That doesn't mean don't go to school. That's <laughs> not what he's saying. He's saying when it comes down to it and you're going to make a final choice, 
if you get something in your spirit other than what maybe you've been trained or you've been taught, don't ultimately lean your life decisions, your life choices, just on trying to figure it out with your mind, figure it out from whatever experiences you've had, figure it out through natural reasoning. No, he's saying, I've got a plan. I've got a path. And you can discover it, and I will reveal it to you. And so there's a way that God wants us to do life. And so it starts with our ability and choice to lean on him and not our own insight and understanding. Because believe me, men, we've all had to unlearn some things as we begin to walk with Jesus. There's a lot of things not only did I need to learn, a lot of things I needed to unlearn. <laughs> so verse six, again, talking about our feet and the path that we take and, and how that was redeemed through the shed blood through his feet. Verse six, in all your ways, know, recognize and acknowledge him and he will direct and make straight and plain your path. So here's the nitty gritty. Here's where the action is applied. This is what we do with this knowledge. We have to bring God into everything. We got to be willing to have a conversation with him. We got to be willing to pray. We got to be willing to pray with our spouse. We need to be willing to pray with our kids. If we're, you know, it's a work issue, we need to be willing to pray with coworkers or pray about that situation at work. We got to get God involved in the conversation. We got to be seeking his wisdom, seeking his way, seeking his direction, acknowledging him in everything. And here's the thing. If we acknowledge him in all our ways, not only will he help us be successful in what we do, it'll also prevent us from getting involved in things we have no business business getting involved in because we can't do it with him. I mean, that's just a simple um, line that will be drawn in your heart, you know, as far as, well, should I do it? Should I not do it? Is it permissible? Is it not permissible? Well, can you do it with Jesus? Can you do that and share that time with him and share that experience with him? Because if you can do it with him and share the experience with him, knowing it's going to be pleasurable for him as is pleasurable for you, well, then that becomes a dividing line. And so that's a great way to not only know how to do things right, it's a great way to know what not to do, where not to go. And this is one of the great things that when we apply the blood of Jesus through the shed blood through his feet, our path, our walk is redeemed. Our path, even where we've been, we shouldn't have been, can be healed. It can be forgiven. And we can then actually go and help others not go down that same path. Amen. So I hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. Hope it sparked a conversation in your own heart with the Lord. And I pray that you'll have a conversation with your spouse or your family or your friends. And again, I just want to thank you for being a part of the podcast this week. Hopefully you'll share this podcast with, with friends and families and maybe some of your buddies. And it's just been a joy to get together around the word once again here on Marksman. It's just a privilege to be with you and to continue aiming our lives at Christ's likeness. So I bless you guys. Look forward to being with you again next week. Again, God is faithful. God is with you. So just acknowledge him in all your ways.